It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back, everyone. As uh, we continue forward, of course, we've we've talked a lot about uh, the divisive nature of so much of our politics. So many of our conversations have have become just ripe with anger, fear, frustration, contempt for those that disagree with us. Uh, If you missed the show yesterday, uh, we had a very fascinating conversation with Tim Shriver. Uh, Tim Shriver uh, has been on this program before, uh, is doing some great work uh, with a new group called Unite, unite unite.org, and really bringing people together around the things that do bind us together, things that do create unity and opportunity, uh, as opposed to just the uh, divisive rhetoric that we often hear, especially in our politics, but not just uh, limited to our politics. Sadly, social media has caused us to Uh, get more and more entrenched in our own little bubbles. And there are some negative ramifications of that, to be sure. Uh, As we were talking with Tim Shriver yesterday and uh, just going through uh, some of the the things that he's been working on, of course, he's been part uh, and led the Special Olympics movement for many years now, a great advocate there. And we were talking about some of the the possibilities. We were celebrating, actually, the uh, Americans with Disability Act being signed into law. It was 31 years ago yesterday by then-President George H.W. Bush. And it was a bipartisan issue. And interestingly, uh, then-Senator Joe Biden and uh, Senator Orrin Hatch from Utah were were part of the co-sponsors of that bill that really was about how do we make sure that everyone has that uh, equal shot, that fair chance in the in the race of life. As we as we had our conversation with Tim Shriver, he raised something that has just been bouncing around my head ever since, and it has to do with this idea that one of the things that we lose when we become isolated in our own social media bubble, when we live in our own political echo chamber. We, we lose a really important quality that I think brings us together and drives us forward uh, to accomplish greater things as a society. And so first, uh, we were speaking with Tim. We talked about the ADA. We talked about Special Olympics. Uh, here's how we teed up that conversation. We're talking now about the return, we hope, from COVID. We hope the end of this era. There's a sense of openness, right? The people are asking questions. The, the word that describes it the best for me is that we're curious. We're all saying, well, wait a second. Is there a different way we can do school? Is there a different way we can do the workplace? Is there a different way we can do gatherings and relationship building? Is there a different way we can do transportation? This is a beautiful moment. Uh, so a really powerful moment. And I love the fact that he is focused on this idea of curiosity, if, if you're only reading the bullet points of your political persuasion or you're only on the social media feeds of uh, those that agree with you, you will lose your curiosity 
for anything else or any other way of looking at any issue at all. And that prevents us from moving forward. And so think about that. How important is curiosity in our world today? Are we really living in an age of possibility? And are we embracing that possibility through curiosity? And I'm telling you, divisiveness kills curiosity. Isolation kills curiosity. Uh, I want to go to another just quick piece of sound uh, from Tim uh, talking about uh, what is possible and how we should use things like the American with Disabilities Act or Special Olympics uh, to actually improve our curiosity and actually get to a, a better place as a society. We're trying to recognize that we live in the era of the possible yeah. and not in the era simply of the divisiveness or simply the era of, you know, antagonism. There's so much that's possible now. So we live in this era of what is possible. But I'm telling you, if you get to the point where you won't even listen to anything that someone who disagrees with you has to say, or if you immediately have to throw a verbal jab or bomb at somebody because they said something uh, that isn't what you believe politically or religiously or from a policy standpoint, uh, we, we've really lost it all. And it's amazing to me, uh, sometimes we see this very phenomenon happen on our very own text line here at KSL News Radio. Uh, so it's so easy to just take one word or one thing and, and take it to the umpteenth extreme and then just start with contempt. And contempt is the belief in the worthlessness of another person. And if you believe that another person is worthless because they disagree with you, your ability to be curious and to actually learn, grow, develop, and progress is stifled. We have some important things we need to solve as a society. But if we're all so hunkered down in our divided camps and tribalism and all the other isms and we won't even listen to another point of view, the net result of that will be the loss of curiosity, which, again, think of all of the great breakthroughs and the great break withs in the history of this world. They've all happened because somebody was curious about something. And when we think we either know it all or have learned it all or experienced it all, we stop being curious and we stop asking questions. Tim Shriver pointed out to us yesterday, he said, if you haven't gone to a Special Olympics, if you haven't spent time with someone with Down syndrome or autism, if you haven't spent time with someone who has no sight or who has lost a limb or deals with some other issue or disability or challenge, uh, you stop being curious. And one of the things that I love, especially about our Down syndrome friends, is their curiosity. And when I look at them, I start to think, I wonder what they're thinking about this. I wonder how this feels in their world. 
And suddenly I find myself very, very curious. Now imagine if we did that in our political spaces. Imagine if rather than the moment you hear something from an opposing point of view or political party, instead of immediately launching a verbal assault, what if you got curious instead? What if you asked yourself, I wonder why they believe that? Or I wonder how that policy would actually work. Or I wonder... I wonder if there's a part of what they believe in that policy solution that I actually agree with. And I guarantee you, if we would only be a little bit more curious and a little less critical, we'd come up with a whole lot better solutions. Innovation thrives in the space of curiosity. Division kills it. Isolation kills it. And so my challenge to everybody today is get out of your social media bubble. Go read something from someone you disagree with. Go have lunch or get a coffee or a soda with someone who thinks different, looks different, acts different, looks, lives different, believes different than you do. And get curious. If you missed my conversation yesterday with uh, the Greek Orthodox uh, Archbishop to the United States, uh, his eminence uh, was incredibly curious, and I love that. Here this world religious leader had come to Salt Lake, and he was curious. He asked me a million questions after our interview was over. And that kind of curiosity is what sparks innovation, leads to unity, and solutions that will make society a better place for all of us. Don't ever let division and isolation kill your curiosity. Uh, It kills a whole lot else along the way. We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, it's media day for the Pac-12. And our good friends Alex Curie and Scott Mitchell are going to join us live coming up next. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do when a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything it was violent it was senseless and i will never understand it i will never accept it i'm amy donaldson and unfortunately we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives but what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt in a new podcast the letter we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 